The Survivor Blood vs. Water premiere is Wednesday night, so there's no time to go to the store to buy anything. That's why you can have anything you want shipped to your house with Amazon.com. Find the best deals on everything you need. It's the most convenient way to shop and help support Rob Has a Podcast when you start your shopping at robhasawebsite.com slash Amazon. Coming to you live from my apartment, it's Rob Has a Podcast, and now, here we go, it's one day to the Survivor premiere, and I am so excited, I'm so excited, I'm so scared, here we go, it's uh, Survivor Blood vs. Water Roundtable Preview Show, hello everybody, I am Rob Sesternino, and we are about 24 hours away here from the premiere of Survivor. So what we're doing here tonight is something that we did back before Survivor Caramoan. We are getting together with the bloggers on robhasawebsite.com. We actually have five bloggers who will be blogging about Survivor all season long, and we are going to be checking in with three of our esteemed panel. That's officially a quorum. Uh, So uh, what I'd like to do is introduce everybody. Uh, If you could, please uh, tell us uh, who you are. Uh, the name of your column and the kind of stuff you'll be covering about Survivor on RobHasAWebsite.com this season. And if you know uh, the day of the week that your blog is going to go up so people can uh, look for your stuff. So let's start with uh, the esteemed Josh Wiggler. Sure. Hi, I'm Josh. I'm esteemed, really esteemed. Uh, I am going to be the author of The Wiggle Room. This will be round two of The Wiggle Room, uh, where we'll be talking about... uh, as the title implies, the wiggle room players have to make better choices in the game. Uh, and sometimes I'll be writing open letters to Rob Sesternino, I'm sure, as I did last season. Yes, fantastic. All right, and, and here she is. Uh, I, I believe the the veteran of, of the group, uh, Sarah. Three-time player. Yes. Really? <laughs> in what way? Well, yeah, you are. Uh, well, if we're going by amount of words written, you are certainly the most oh, okay. uh, ve- veteran of the group. All right, I am definitely the most verbose. Yes, of and I, I was talking um, strictly about uh, time with us on Rob as a website. Oh, that's true, actually, isn't it? Yes. Yeah, because Glenn's not on, but yeah, um, yeah, Glenn and I both started in for the Philippines. So, yes, I am the veteran then, and I'm certainly more esteemed than Josh. <laughs> I write the individual games column, which will go up on Tuesdays, I believe. And that's really just the um, trying to see what everybody, touch base with every player and see what they're doing and what they're aiming at yeah. in the game. And one of my favorite things that you do, Sarah, is that you uh, will often reference things in the podcast. So you will uh, reference things that people might say in the exit interviews. So I appreciate that. It's a great companion piece. Uh, On average, how many words are your posts? Uh, 4,000. But if I'm particularly excited, it will stretch over five to six. There you go. (laughs) Uh, and then also joining us for the first time on Survivor, but you've read him uh, if you've been following our blogs on Big Brother. Here is Scott Gallagher. Hey, how's it going, guys? Scott here. Um, yeah, I'm a little bit nervous. Uh, I feel kind of like a rookie. I feel like the baby of the group. Um, kind of uh, trying to make a transition here from I'm a Big Brother to Survivor. Um, I think my is called like Hayden. Uh, out. Yeah, I'm like Hayden, exactly. <laughs> yes. I'm like Hayden. And so, yeah, so uh, 
my column, I think it's Sundays, and uh, I like to draw um, connections and parallels with movies. I'm kind of like Rain Man, like when it comes to like identifying a reality star and the movie character who they're uh, who they're like. And so probably like a lot of that still. Yeah. And Scott's stuff was really hilarious about uh, Big Brother. He wrote a uh, really tremendous blog earlier this summer where he compared the Big Brother players to characters in the movie Clue. He just recently wrote a blog about uh, the Big Brother characters and the movie Home Alone. So if you love uh, pop culture stuff like I do, uh, you will appreciate Scott's blogs. Now, uh, we have a couple people who couldn't join us tonight. Glenn Holford, uh, he uh, has been blogging with us for a couple seasons he is unable to uh, make it with us uh, for uh, work reasons. And then Michael Trudeau, who writes the column about following the edit, he uh, we, we had to cut him at the last second because we couldn't hear what he was saying. So, uh, But he does write a fantastic job, and you can read what he's saying all season long in, in his column. So these are the five people that are going to be uh, blogging about this season all season long. And so what we're going to do here tonight is I have a number of topics that I've put together. Then we're going to do okay. some rapid fire stuff at the end. So this is going to be a, a lot of fun here uh, along the way. And so uh, we're going to start out and this this stuff is going to be, we're just going to, I'm going to throw out a question and then I want to hear from all of you guys. So this is open season here as we debate the pressing issues leading us into Survivor 27. Don't forget, uh, big Wednesday night on Rob, has, uh, on Rob Has a Podcast. We have our, the Big Brother finale is, uh, is on the same night. So what we're going to do is Survivor is at 8, then Big Brother finale is at 9.30. You're going to go right into Big Brother finale coverage at 11. And then on Thursday in the morning for me and in the afternoon for the East Coast, Stephen Fishback and I will have a special daytime Survivor Know-It-Alls on Thursday followed by I will have exit interviews with the Big Brother Final Three on Thursday. I'll have an interview with Kim Spradlin, our regular Survivor podcast. So lots to do in the next 72 hours. And hopefully uh, my wife doesn't go into labor at any point. Uh, do 9.28. So she's been taunting me that she's going into labor during the Survivor premiere for a while now. All right, so here we go. Are you guys ready for ready for uh, question number one tonight? Let's do it. All right, yeah. here we go. Let's op- open it up to the bloggers. Here we go. Uh, the question number one is, uh, which twist will actually work this season? All right, gang. Uh, who wants to open it up? There's a lot of twists coming this season, but is there one twist that we think actually could be interesting and effective and really uh, affect the game in a positive way? Um, going on that seven-minute preview that's been released on entertainmentweekly.com, I'd say... The day zero twist. I really like that seven minute preview of day zero. See, I was not (laughs) excited for day zero, but I have not watched the seven uh, minute preview. Why? Why are you so excited? I kind of I don't want to ruin it. I feel like I want to like I'd rather just like starve (laughs) myself and have one big smorgasbord. I don't I don't want to snack on my lunch before I get to eat it. It was just a really fun twist on the edit. I don't know how it'll affect the gameplay, probably not, but it was just a really fun twist on the edit. And after what's felt like a really sort of stale edit with the past few seasons of Survivor, at least I felt that way, it was nice to see something different. <laughs> so. Yeah, I, I liked it. I I, uh, I thought it was over quickly. I, I think I saw you tweet this last night, Sarah, that if, if that's all that we see of Day Zero, yes. that'll, that'll be disappointing. And I agree with that. Um, because going into that, of, of all the twists, I think that's the only one that you could safely say will probably work. 
the other ones, it's it's hard to go out on a limb and say any of them are going to work. They're 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 so out there. Uh, but then I guess it depends on your definition of 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 work. Because do I think that uh, do I think ping ponging players back and forth from Redemption Island to new tribes is going to be fun? I think it's going to be fun. I think it's going to be fun to watch. Uh, is it going to work from a gameplay perspective? I'm not sure. I'm a big fan. I can't wait for the Redemption Island um, twist and like when the you know, say like a wife, um, um, you know, like gets sent to Redemption Island and she's going to look at the husband and the husband's going to be like having to play it off as if, you know, he's going to go and then like he's going to be horrified and it's going to cause a lot of drama. Like I feel like. Okay. Should be good. Hey, Sarah, to speak to your point about day zero, I would not be surprised if there will be extensive day zero uh, videos on CBS.com. I think we'll have a lot of secret I scenes so. of day zero stuff. Um, I want to see Gervais and Marissa extended day zero version. Because... <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, there's there's this great uh, Dalton Ross just posted this great article. I did. On I... EW that's a, it's a, a chronicle of. Uh, of Jervis and Marissa's uh, first few hours of Day Zero. It's a great read. You really should track it down if you haven't read it yet. What, was, I did. I read that. Was lovely. Dalton Ross embedded with uh, Jervis yeah. and Marissa? Yeah. yeah. In the article, he says that uh, he he was invited to tag along with a pair uh, for, for at least the beginning of the night, and he, he opted for Jervis and Marissa. That was his pick. Uh, Why? So, he, so he, he tagged along with, I don't know, they were fun. He wants to hang out with Jervis. Everyone's pumped to see Jervis. Yeah. And wow. it's great because they land on the beach and Jervis looks at Marissa and says, what, what do you think we should do? And she obviously flips out because he's supposed to be telling her what to do. Yeah. It's, yeah, but it's, a, it's a great read. It's awesome. Yeah. Uh, just, yeah, but out of the whole... Oh, go ahead, Scott. Well, I mean, he had a choice to pick anyone and he picked Jervis? Yeah. <laughs> I'd go with Jervis and Marissa. I like them as a couple. Yeah, I might have picked the same. All right, so uh, just this is a bonus uh, part of this question. Uh, What's the twist that's not going to work this season? What is the the twist that they're doing that you're just saying, uh, boy, I wish we weren't doing this? It would probably be... uh, I I don't hate Redemption Island as much as most people do. I don't like the... uh, I don't like the trolls. I don't like the the three person duels. I think are 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 a lot, and especially for that to be right away, right at the front of the season, it's just so many balls in the air. It's going to be hard to keep track of. I'm I'm not looking forward to that aspect. If it was just one on one duels, I might be a little more open to it, but that I'm I'm very skeptical about. Yeah, I agree. The trolls is is a bit much. I'm not crazy about it. I like the head to head battles mm-hmm. the you know the troll and then the person who wins gets to give away an immunity idol i think it's i think it's too much yeah um a- any anything else anything that you guys uh that they've changed this season that you think uh will be a bust i i mean i that's the uh first boot for me that immediate start of game vote someone off which um michael said it in our blog about the twist that whoever gets voted off has not had the chance to outwit and outplay. So yeah. it's, it just goes against what survivor is. Sarah, did you see that in the first seven minute video? No, they didn't get that. It was just day zero. Okay. All right. Yeah. We'll see. Uh, we'll see how that's going to go. I'm sure we'll talk more on that in this conversation tonight. All right. Let's go to question number two, round two. Uh, this is which returning player, is in the most trouble. Okay, so we know Ooh. somebody is getting voted out on day one. 
<laughs> not day zero. Day one, somebody's getting voted out from the returning players. Who is it? Ooh. How about Colton? Is there any yeah. chance it's not Colton? Well, it's. I think it's either Colton or Candice. Ooh. And I'm so torn between them. A dark horse. But- yeah, because Candice was the late addition and she's not trusted anyway. So people say, well, I don't want to play with her and she wasn't supposed to be here. So let's just get rid of her. <laughs> Josh, but... where do you stand? Yeah, I, I agree with that. I, I just, I, I'm trying to think of, of if I'm in that position and I immediately have to vote someone out, who am I going to vote out? First off, it's going to be based on, on who I think from, from past experience, but also what's this group going to think? And I think that the votes are going to go to Candice or they're going to go to Colton. Uh, mm-hmm. Candace at least uh, brings some challenge ability and brings some, you know, some some more experience to the table than Colton does. Uh, Colton has a has a reputation of, of negativity, and I don't know why you would opt to keep that around camp. Uh, and this is coming from someone who's actually decently excited to see Colton back, but I think he would he would probably I'd be really surprised if he didn't get at least a bunch of votes, if not all of them. Yeah, you would think so. It seems like the politically correct thing to do also yeah. that you want to, you know, reach out and put Colton on the spot for, hey, that wasn't cool what you, you did. Right. Uh, you think maybe <laughs> Jervis uh, might be, not be have loved Colton in his first go around. So, yeah, that's even what Propes has been saying, though, too, is that uh, he's got, uh, you know, he's he's got he's got baggage to pay for. You know, he's got that kind of karmic retribution coming back around. So I. Uh, I mean, I think at, at the very least he's gone early, but he could be gone right away. I, I would not be surprised at all. Yeah, and- but you bring up Jervis, and um, uh, there's a Gordon Holmes interview today released uh, with Jervis and Mar- Marissa. And Marissa, uh, Jervis didn't comment particularly, but Marissa said that she was looking forward to playing with Colton. She liked him. Oh, and obviously they're the pair who you would not expect to be <laughs> interested in playing with Colton, but she was excited to play with him. I do think the thing about Colton, I do think that Colton is very charming when he wants to be like he can turn on that sort of like gentleman switch. And if he doesn't like have like a tantrum, he could be a very <laughs> nice person. Yeah, yeah but I think the problem is, though, is that when you have a vote, you know, just um Starting, um, or, um, right at the start of the game, he's got the most negative um, a reputation there. It's going to be hard, you know, for him to like overcome that. Yeah. Now, when they get voted out, do they know they're going to Redemption Island, or this is then uh, they pull out a twist there? Yeah, I think it's that. I think it's. I think it's yeah. one of those situations like, no, you're still here. <laughs> you're good. Oh, thank God. You know, I think that's what we're we're looking at. Yeah, I also thought Rupert has a good chance to be the person voted out. Uh, none of you guys wow. said, said Rupert. Yeah, I've heard a lot about Rupert, and I'm starting to get convinced now because my initial read on Rupert was that, oh, everyone's just going to use him as their pawn again. And now I'm thinking, well, maybe no. Maybe they are all tired of seeing him, so maybe they will vote him off first. Well, he's been on the show 17 times, so maybe, <laughs> you know, it's his turn. <laughs> Fourth time's the charm. Um, no, I just I don't sense a lot of love uh, from the former players for Rupert. We'll see. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah. I think I think that it's another when I'm weighing, you know, Candace versus Colton. I would put the same argument with Rupert. Is Rupert can bring something to the challenges early, and that might be enough to keep him around for a while. But there's no way these guys are going to let him get anywhere close to the finish line. 
This is this is definitely going to be his shortest game that we've seen from him so far. There's no question mm. about it. All right. mm-hmm. Yeah, Michael Trudeau in the chat room says Candace because of the mutiny. So I basically I think we've narrowed the field down to Candace, Colton, uh, or Rupert. I think those seem to be the uh, the three people. If it were me, I'd go for Colton just because I think he's the biggest wild card. He's the one most likely to try and do something crazy. Yeah. I mean, it would be the most ju- you'd be the most justified to vote out Colton on day one because you say, look, hey, I was offended by those comments and he's sneaky. And so you, you have a lot of ju- and he's not going to be somebody who, if you you don't mind losing him in the challenges either. Although yeah, I, I remember they said when he played one world, that challenge they had with the balancing on the log where Kat kept jumping into the water. <laughs> Apparently from the tree mail, Colton guessed what the challenge would be and had all the men practicing it. So you can't say he brings nothing to the challenges. He's enough of a fan of the game to know which challenges yeah. are coming up. You know I that. Think that that's, I think that's dangerous when, when you're dealing with, you know, at least a half star season when it's, when it's, you know, 10 returning players. If If there's, uh, you know, a wide enough field of newbies where he can convince them people, oh, that experience is going to come to the table. I mean, he's got to he's got to use that That's argument true. on nine returning players who've all played the game before. So I I still think he's he's such an easy first pick. All right, and here's the bonus question for this round: uh, Who's going home on day one, or who's going to Redemption Island from the loved ones tribe? Mm. Laura. Yeah, yeah. I don't I don't think that that's much of a. I would be really surprised if it's not Laura. Why? No, why is everybody going to pick on her? Plus Rupert bias. <laughs> Tie dye is a bit much. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you guys are all convinced it's it's Laura. I just feel like um, I, will everybody pick on her? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> they always I... pick on the older women. Oh, Scott, what do you think? I don't know. It's a tough call. I mean, she seems like she'll be like uh, like super shy at first, maybe super quiet. Like I would think they'd go after someone a little more like outgoing, a little more, uh, you know, kind of ha- you know, like someone who's got more of a negative um, vibe like to them. So maybe like a cat as a long shot. Hmm. Uh, what is Rupert's? Re- uh, uh, well, cat is is on the. The favorites. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. Can't be um, cat. That would be a long yeah. shot. That, yeah, that would be a long shot. Yes. Yeah. See, I think, what do you think Rupert's reaction would be to seeing Laura voted out day one and go to Redemption Island? He takes her place. No <laughs> question. Oh, <laughs> well, he can't yet. I think it, yeah, I think he'd turn into uh, Apocalypse Now and float in a swamp to no! save her. And do what <laughs> Unless he is the one voted out as well, which case he would just, oh. it would be implosion right there. Tears. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think it's going to be a really ugly, quick ball of fire for the Bonams. I think it's going yeah. to, it's going to be a very devastating early run for both of them. Yes. They're, they're talking in their interviews about they're going to get one and two. And I think they're right, but I think on the other end of the spectrum. <laughs> All right. All right. Let's go. Uh, let's go to question number three tonight, uh, which is uh, which survivor is most helped by their loved one? Okay, so uh, we have uh, these 10 returning players. Uh, they have their loved ones with them. Who gets the biggest boost from playing in the game with their loved one? I think it's the brothers. Yeah. Uh, did, uh, I think it's... Brothers it, it, Pascal. Now, what do you guys... You guys want to go with Otis or Aris for this podcast? 
I like your way. Your way seemed to be his way until CBS screwed it up. I'm going Otis. Otis, yes. All right. So I'll say Aris because that's easier. <laughs> that's fine. So did Otis need any help? I mean, if he's helped by his brother, then uh, write him the million dollar check right now. I think it's the, it makes Aris more exciting. Did you see that thing with Jeff Proth where he called Aris the most boring winner yes. we've ever had? Yes, yes. Is that fair? Is that fair that... Uh... No. <laughs> we could go down the list if we really wanted to, and I don't think that he would claim that title. <laughs> I mean, I agree. He was, he was an anti-climax that season, but I don't think you can call him the most boring. He told Terry to call a wambulance. Uh, how is <laughs> yeah. that boring? Wow. Yeah, so... I actually missed his season, and I said in the blog, I YouTubed him, and I got to tell you, he's got the cheesiest YouTube. It's like slow motion music, him swimming. He's an artist. Lifeguard. (laughs) No. Artist the artist. It's weird. It's like they made him look like Val Kilmer in like Willow, like he's like Matt Martigan, like like he's this warrior who's like, you know, has kind of a conniving spirit, but he's He's like lovable. I yeah. can't wait for for the faux hawk to come. Of course, back. I hope he sticks around long enough for the faux hawk to come back. Yeah, uh, I don't know. I don't. I don't know if the if I would pick the brothers. I think that I would. I would pick um, any any married couple and any uh, uh, parental connection. I think that those are the strong vibes, and I think that that that's gonna that's gonna play out in terms of. Uh, people who will take people's spots on Redemption Island. I think I think that people like Otis and Vetus, you're not gonna see any ping-ponging there. You're not gonna see any ping-ponging like that. Uh, so I, th- I I would put my money on someone like um, Tina and Katie. I think that that's a, that could be a powerful couple. I think for me with the Brothers Baskowskis is that you've got, um, well, the married couples are all gonna be targets. So straight away, it's a, it's a help, but it's also a hindrance. Yeah, I agree. Um, I, and I think the mother daughters may be a bit people we will be a bit more wary of as well. Gervais and Marissa, they're not going to be targeted, but equally, I don't think they're going to help each other out much either. Now, whereas Aris and Vetus, I could see them, you know, they could go either way. They could ally with each other if they felt it was good, useful, but I don't think people will be worried about it. So I think they're sort right. of on that nice balance. Right. I think that Colton and Caleb, I think that if Colton can survive this day one and somehow get back into the game with Caleb, I think that Caleb could really, really help Colton's game. I I think that they could be a power couple if uh, somehow (laughs) Colton could just survive this day one. I think that he's set up pretty good with Caleb. From all reports on Caleb, I think Caleb's going to do wonders for Colton's image regardless. Even if Colton goes out first, I think Caleb's going to do wonders for his image. Yeah. I also think that uh, Rachel will help Tyson and uh, will help him to be a little more focused and not go off. You know what? If Tyson had his girlfriend with him on Survivor Heroes vs. Villains, I think he checks in with her before he goes and changes his vote. (laughs) Yeah. So I I think that's going to help Tyson as well. Yeah, I, I could see that. I, I don't think that, uh, I, don't, I don't know. I get the sense from watching, watching his interviews that the two of them, and, and just from every interview Tyson's ever given, is he doesn't take this game too seriously. You know, mm-hmm. he, uh, he, he has a very whimsical, laid-back attitude about playing Survivor and being on the show. Uh, and I think that both of them, you can kind of see, 
that that is the approach that they're bringing to this one. And I think that when when you've got returning players who want who want this so badly, you know, you you barely get one chance. Now you got two chances. I think that for for Tyson and Rachel to come into this game kind of a little more laid back, a little more kind of maybe a, a little bit of a sense of humor about the whole thing, I think could serve them really well. And I'm a huge not to reference yet another sort of interview, but there have been some great ones coming up. I don't know if you saw, there's a Dalton Ross post, another video of his interview with Tyson and Rachel, where Rachel just completely zoned out in the middle of the interview and then yeah. contradicted what Tyson was saying, and that was hysterical. <laughs> so yeah, I'm that... not sure she is going to help him keep his <laughs> Yeah, Scott. Yeah, I saw that video. I am convinced. CBS hired her to play Tyson's girlfriend. I did not see the chemistry. I mean, it's like they didn't know each other. Like, I'm pretty sure CBS wanted him back so bad that they hired this girl, slapped a backstory on them, and just sent them on their way. Okay, we'll see. That would be a great twist <laughs> that Tyson had a, a actress uh, girlfriend. That'd be fantastic. Yep. Uh, is anybody hurt by their loved one? Who's, whose game is hurt by the presence of their loved one? I think it's harder playing than like with the wife or like, you know, uh, you know, like our husband. Um, I feel like the brothers, it's like easier to not worry about like the other one. But I feel I'm like the husbands and the wives and the fathers and the daughters and the mothers. I feel like that's going to be uh, harder, you know, like for them to play the game. Mm -hmm. I I think Laura and Sierra, uh, I mean, people, some people seem to think Sierra is going to be great at this. And I know all of us bloggers thought she was going to be one of the first out and was going to crumble. So theoretically, I would say Laura is going to be the most hurt because I don't think Sierra is going to be able to take it out there. But yeah, I think I it's gonna, I think it is going to be tough for the people that have like a kid with them. It's like, uh, all right, here's the plan: we're going to lie to these people, and then we're going to lie to these people. And it's like, wait, mom, we're we're lying to everybody. Like, yes, shut up. This, this is the plan. Um, you know, I do feel like they're uh, I, I, that's awkward. I don't know. Yeah, I could. You know yeah. who I could see? I could see. Uh, I could see Monica being in trouble. I could, especially once, oh, yeah. once the once the the secret is out on what Redemption Island is this year, and that you can swap places with your loved one. Uh, I could see I could see them targeting someone like Monica in the hopes that Brad would take her spot on Redemption, and they knock Brad out of the challenge. That they that that, that they they lose a, a powerhouse on their other side. So I could see I could see something like that playing out. Do you think yeah. it's going to be a pretty much assumed that should any of our returning players get voted out, that their loved ones will be us taking their spot um, on, on Redemption Island? Do we think that that will more often be the case? Or do you think that, that the survivor players will take one for the loved ones more often? I think more often survivor players taking one because it's like they've had their shot. Hmm. But it's good. It's going to vary from... Yeah, it's case by case because I can think yeah. of plenty who are not going anywhere. <laughs> Definitely, yeah, I agree. Yeah. All right, all right. Let's go to question number four on the roundtable. Uh, which loved one becomes the best survivor? Uh, which of the loved ones has the best chance to go on and return in a future All Star season? Even Hayden, I'm going with Hayden. Ooh, 
the yes, um, the cross the cross franchise superstar Hayden Moss. I got to represent. I mean, you know, he he uh, he pretty much um, dominated his game of of um, a big brother, and I feel like he's got the right um, combination of like physicality slash his um, social game is so chill, and he gets along with everyone. I think he has a real shot to win this. Okay, Hayden, the future Survivor All Star. All right, what do you think, Sarah? Uh, uh, this is more of a long shot, but, but I, I'm going to go with Marissa because I think she's got a real personality to her, and I don't know whether this will happen, but I would love to. I, th- I think she'd be fun to have back on her own terms as opposed to she's the youngest here, so she's going to get lost in the mix, I think. But I, I, I think she could be fun to have back. Okay, uh, you love Jervis and Marissa. I do. I really do. <laughs> All right, Josh, what do you say? Who is the loved one which becomes the best new survivor? I think Hayden's a pretty easy pick, you know, having just one big brother before, and I don't think that that's going to be something that's going to get him knocked out too early. Uh, I feel like he's got the experience to do really well, but I also really like Vetus, and I think, I don't know, I just get this feeling that that CBS really likes Vetus, and Vetus doesn't feel like an early game player to no. me. He, feel, he feels like he's going to be around for a while, if not for the whole thing. Uh, so I, I don't know, I just get this real strong vibe that, like, you know, they're really, like, talking about his, his sordid past and his, his, you know, his dark history with, with, you know, substance abuse, and they're really, they're telling this story about this guy, uh, you know, well before the season's even started. He's so compelling that I think that he has potential to be really, really interesting TV and really interesting in the game as well. Michael Trudeau in the chat room says Hayden needed Enzo. So no, no Enzo on this season. Unless oh. that's, is that going to be the, the loved one? Do you think Enzo is going to come out? I mean, that could be a shocking twist, right? Like just out of nowhere, like hopping off a tree. Here's Enzo. Yeah. Yeah. Here I'm comes for that. Like uh, they get Hayden gets to the loved ones visit and like, all right, Hayden, here's your, here's your friend Enzo. He's like, Yo, yo, I'm the challenge beast, yo. Or I got, I got mad social meow, game, meow. yo. The meow meow is here. <laughs> <laughs> Survivor fans are like, what? Uh, I have no idea. Sorry. Um, <laughs> if someone's saying meow meow on the beach this season, I'll be happy. Yeah. <laughs> All right. All right. Let's go to question number five. Uh, is who is this season's most hated player? Who becomes the villain? Of Survivor Blood versus Water. It's got to be Colton if he stays in the game. I mean, nah, Colton's on his best behavior. I don't know. I think that CBS is sweating. You know, uh, considering how bad, um, how bad, um, a Big Brother um, season <laughs> got with yeah. all of that stuff. So um, <laughs> I'm sure they are ready to just like edit the crap out of those shows if. Uh, <laughs> You know, stuff goes down. Yes, uh, just to, in case for our Survivor fans who did not follow the Big Brother over the summer, it was a very controversial summer in the Big Brother house that there was a lot of uh, offensive comments made in the house by a number of players, but specifically one girl in particular took most of the heat for offensive comments uh, that she made towards African Americans and Asian Americans, um, and probably just Asians in general. You so, name it, yeah, you name yeah. it, she did it. <laughs> so, so, uh, and 
the show caught a lot of heat and Big Brother had to begin putting a disclaimer up before the show, which basically read uh, th- that, you know, these people are on our film 24 hours a day and we don't necessarily we don't support what they say. We're just bringing you what they're saying. So it would be uncomfortable if Colton was up to his old tricks once again here on another CBS reality show. But I don't think Col- I don't think Colton is the villain. I, I think it's such an interesting cast because I'm looking at it and no one really jumps. It's a it's kind of a really likable group of people. Yeah, uh, I think it's obviously going to depend on who wins and who's the leader of the rival alliance, you know. Yeah. But yeah, it's, I'll say Hayden just to provoke Scott. Ooh, how dare you? <laughs> how dare you? I maybe maybe I would I would say Tyson uh, just because if 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 Tyson. Uh, talks to anybody the way he talks in confessionals or if he talks to anybody the way that he talked to Sierra in token jeans, he's gonna he's gonna come off like the bad guy and it'll he'll be like the fun bad guy. He'll be the bad yeah. he'll, you know it's, it's like a Walter White, you know, he's someone that you're you're compelled to watch. But uh I could I could see Tyson kind of filling out that role. Who would you guys say was the villain last season? Was it Dawn Meehan? <laughs> oh wow. <laughs> What's uh... Philip. Yeah, Philip. But yeah. at the end, what about at the end of the game? Oh, the end game villain. Uh, uh, I don't really think. I, I don't know. I have a hard time seeing Dawn. <laughs> yeah. you know, I know she. Kind she was of the villain was, on Twitter. She really wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, but okay. So who becomes the person? Maybe let's take villain out of out of the context. Who becomes the person that the Twitterverse comes to really dislike? Mm. Who's the I mean, person who be... has to delete their Twitter by uh, by <laughs> <laughs> the week of the finale? Um, it's hard. Yeah, I've, we are totally unprepared for this one. It's a tough go- Nobody said this is going to be easy. <laughs> I I don't know. Maybe this kind of speaks to to one of my one of my concerns about the season is I think a lot of people are going to play nice. I think as as nice as you can play on Survivor, I'm a little worried that people are going to be playing nice. See, I think now, it... somebody is going to do something against their loved one that yeah. their loved one won't care about, but the Twitterverse will go, oh, "How could they?" Yeah. And <laughs> oh, I know who it is. It. I know who it is. It's Candace, and it's uh, <laughs> no, it's Candace. It's Candace. <laughs> yes. Okay. I don't think Candace is on Twitter, and that's probably a good thing. <laughs> <laughs> I like Candace. I am flying the flag for Candace. Candace becomes the person she's underrated. Ru- that Russell Hans will be calling her the c word by uh, oh, week yeah. five oh, wow. on Twitter. Russell Hans uh, will be calling everyone the c word. <laughs> yeah. me the c word. Yeah, I think I think Candace becomes the lightning rod. Everybody already already starts with the why is she even there? And the first thing she does, everybody turns on her on Twitter. I, I want to. For the record, I was more excited to see Candace back than any other player because I like her. I don't think she'll last long, but I like her. Now, Candace was a replacement for RC, Miss Survivor herself. Would this season be better with RC? I'm more excited about her than RC. Oh! (laughs) No offense to RC, but yeah. Would this have been Would this have been more exciting with RC than Candace? No. I I say yes because of who that pair would have been. Uh, I, I loved the idea of R.C. Oh. and her dad. That would, that would have been really great. It, it would have been a, a completely different dynamic than, than any other dynamic we've got on, on the cast. Uh, that is true. 
And I like I, I like Dr. John. Dr. John seems seems fine, but you know, we've already got a bunch of those alpha male types on the on the cast, so I, I wouldn't miss seeing them. I think I think it's a downgrade. <laughs> yeah, I heard uh RC's dad was very good. I heard that they, that he was very, very they were very excited for RC's dad. Uh and they were very disappointed to lose him. Uh, I well imagine. I hope he comes back on his own merits because he's I mean, he's supposed to be in really good shape, and I'd be really interested to see him. So okay. maybe they'll find a way to. <laughs> yeah, get him on Big Brother. Let's get, let's use RC's <laughs> dad somehow. All right, um, for RC's dad for Mister Survivor. All right, question number six. Uh, okay, on the other side of the coin, who is the Sprint fan favorite this season? Who wins America's Hearts? Jervis. Jervis for fan oh favorite. Gosh, no sure. way. Or, or Tina. <laughs> One of the old school ones. One of the old older school players, but I, I that could go either way because I feel like uh, a lot of the Twitter verse is uh, weren't wasn't Survivor fans back then. Yeah, it's, but uh, no, that's not true because a lot of the Twitter verse were Survivors back then. The fans, but then they just have stopped watching the show in the meantime, and they may be watching again. Yeah, I know at least one person who is watching the show again after a long break because they're excited to see an old player. Yeah, but if you're 18 or 19 years old, you don't know who Tina or Jervis is. You were five or six years old when they were on the show. Oh, it's terrifying. Yeah, it makes you feel very old. (laughs) (laughs) I I don't know. I could see it for Jervis, though. I mean, I... I'm just I'm I'm so pumped to see Jervis back in that cast. Oh I no, I got the... I got this too. They also are very cool characters, though. I think they will win people over, especially because I think they're just going to have a different dynamic to them than the newer school players, who are all going to be all strategy trashy, and they're going to be more laid back. Yeah. in their own way. Uh, I think there's not a chance in hell that he wins American Slayer this year. Jervis, I don't think anyone even knows him anymore. I mean, I think the long shot, and I'm and I'm talking with my heart here, but I think. I'm hoping, I'm really hoping um, Pat Tyson is going to turn into like America's. Uh, see, I don't think Tyson, I, I think Tyson may be popular, but I think that, I don't think that America will ever embrace Tyson. No. Yeah, he's, he's be why? no, but I, I know it's going to be Hayden and that yeah. uh, it's that no. he's, he's a likable enough guy. And then those big brother fans, they're already, oh, I got to vote for the MVP. Uh, they're already on top of everything uh, <laughs> that they will not miss the opportunity to vote for a big brother to win the sprint fan favorite. Mark that down. That's a good point. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, they, they'll get yeah, the Brench Alarm. Right. They'll gonna get be Hayden. yeah, Jeff and Jordan to retweet a few things, and uh, <laughs> Hayden will be your Sprint fan favorite. All right, that one's not up for discussion. I'm calling that one. All right, wow. And uh, <laughs> here we go. Numbers and uh, number seven. Before we get to lightning round, uh, who is the winner of Survivor 27? I know you guys discussed this on your blog, on the Big Roundtable blog, on uh, Robaswebsite.com, but. Who is the winner of Survivor 27? Okay, I'm not really changing my answer on this one because I said it was going to be Tyson just because I cannot predict how the game's going to go. So the Tyson prediction because he's unpredictable. But I've changed my mind on this one. Uh, Well, I haven't, but what I want to happen is for it to be Tina. And what I want her to do is I want her to get voted out first, go to Redemption Island, come back, take over the game and win. So she equals her previous records and Francesca and Sandra, and she's just got the entire thing. 
That would be awesome. <laughs> that would. I would actually approve of Redemption Island in that scenario. That would be pretty fantastic. That's great. I I picked Tina as well. Apparently, when I when I wrote this, I also picked Otis. But uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna <laughs> back just one choice, and I would say Tina as well. Uh, just because I I love the way that she plays the game. I think that it's 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 not super flashy, and I think that it's been long enough that uh that the way that she plays and and what she brings to the game, um, some of the more dangerous qualities are going to be a little closer to the vest. Um, and I think that you know she has that opportunity to to repeat some records this time around, and I definitely don't see her being first one gone again. Uh, and I definitely could see her winning again. I I could see her making it to the top. Okay, Scott. Yeah, and I sound like a complete homer, but uh, I gotta stick with my boy Hayden. Oh boy, I think Hayden is gonna. I think Hayden's gonna jump in again. He's got the physical tools. He's got the social game. Um, I think he's gonna fit right in, and I think he's gonna plant the brigade flag right at the end of Survivor, and I think he's gonna win. Okay, it will be uh, fun to watch. Uh, Nicole and I did our our two hour uh, pre preview show, which is up on robinswebsite.com if you have some time tomorrow before the episode. Uh, and Nicole and I it was very awkward. We both picked Rachel, Rachel. to be the winner. Wow. I think a loved one is going to win this game. I that's I really believe that. I think that you think we, that the trend breaks. This this is this is it. Yes, because I think the loved ones end up like when push comes to shove. People will end up voting out the survivors, and then the loved one bring, uh, ends up, you know, finishing the job. I think a loved one will win this season. It's never happened before on these kind of fans versus favorite seasons, but, but if, 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 it, if it ever was going to happen, I think this this is the season uh, of the of the newbies. I think that there's a lot of uh, potentially high quality players there. Yeah, uh, I just because of tradition and history, I, I pick uh, a returning player, but this could be the season where that changes. And I think the other thing about this season is it's not really Survivor as we know it. It's a it's more of a spin-off Survivor. You know, this game is as different from Caramon as Caramon is different from Borneo. So I don't think the returning players have the advantage. They're going to be figuring out this new game as much as the loved ones are on some levels. So... And yeah, it could point. be if they try and play it like straight survivor, they might be at the disadvantage. So we'll see. Mm. We'll have to see. They've all got to define this, how they're going to go with these rules. Yeah. All right. And uh, let's jump into, okay, this is the lightning round now. This is, we're going to play uh, the old true or false. Okay. So let's, yes. we're going to go down the line and then uh, I will give a, we'll, I'll address one of you. You can tell me true or false, and then the other two, uh, one of you guys can jump in and give the dissenting opinion, okay? Sounds good. All right, let's, all right, let's start with Josh here. Okay. All right. Josh, true or false, there will be, in the final four, it will consist of two pairs of two. True or false? False. I don't think that there's any way that happens. There's going to be too many busted up pairs once you get to the merge that there's no way that there's going to be two, if even one pair that makes it into the top four. I would be I would be blown away by that. I'd be very surprised. False. All right. Any dissenting view on the panel? I agree with them. Yeah. All right. It's a clear. Maybe one pair, but not two. Yeah, at the absolute most. So how far do you think that the pairs are going to go? Do you think that people will start picking off anybody who has a partner still in the game? 
I bet you get to the final six and the pairs are gone. Yeah. I think I, I think there will be one pair. It's going to be either Jervis or Marissa or the brothers Buskowski. It's possibly Katie and Tina since they're not too attached. But um, I don't think we're going to get to the final four. Well, I don't know. I could see a pair last in the final four, but I don't think the finals will have a pair. You know, Scott, Big Brother has done this a couple of times. There's been a couple seasons mm-hmm. where people have had pairs. Uh, most notably, I'd say season six of Big Brother, where there were a bunch of pairs announced. Not everybody had a pair, right? But it was like right. five or six pairs. Um, how right. did that w- work out? Did they start targeting uh, remaining pairs? Uh, yeah, from what I can remember, I think like once it got to like the final... Like I think to like the final like five or six, yeah, they started you know like to get targeted, and then when you had uh, what was it? I'm a I'm a Big Brother 14 like with I'm a Jeff and Jordan and I'm a Rachel and Brendan. Um, you know, all of them seemed you know like to get like targeted pretty like early in the game. Okay, all right. So uh, Sarah, this one's for you. Okay, true or false, Rupert appears on an episode of Survivor after Halloween 2013. Not counting the finale. True or false? <laughs> false. False. Okay. Yeah. Do you want to, do you want to uh, elaborate on that? Oh, sorry, I thought the others were going to elaborate. Um, no, yeah, I just, I've, I've, I, as I say, I've been convinced by all the talk about Root, but other people have commented on that. People are going to say enough is enough. We've seen this guy for three seasons. We don't need to play with him again. Um, and just give him an early goodbye this time. Okay. His only chance is like a Philippines setup or a Redemption Island setup where it's two or three returning players that get thrown into a big mix. When he's, when he's playing with other people who've played the game, if that's even half the game, None of those people want to play with Rupert. None of them want to see him do well. What if on day one, Rupert comes back with like a 80-pound Marlin? Does that, <laughs> does that help his standings nah. in the game? <laughs> they, they voted Jonas off in one world when he was giving them such good food. They, they'll vote Rupert off. <laughs> oh, no. Poor Rupert. Poor Rupert. Okay, everybody's on the same page. The, the yeah. Survivor bloggers are in lockstep Sorry. so far. All right. <laughs> Scott, this one's for you. True or false? Tyson finally gets along with a Sierra. True or false? Wow, that'd be a huge upset. Um, and I'm going to say true. I think that um, Tyson, uh, who struggled um, with concentration every season he's played, I think he's going to come completely um, focused. He's going to play the game. He's going to try to get along with everyone. That's my long shot. So I'm just saying true. All right. Any dissenting opinion from the panel? False. I don't think they're ever going to be in the same tribe because she'll be gone early. (laughs) Ah. (laughs) No offense to Sierra. I'm sure she's very nice, but. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Uh, I have a feeling Tyson will not get along with the Moretz. (laughs) I think you're absolutely right. I can I can see some fireworks between him and Laura for sure. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't I, think they're going to play nice. All right, okay. Back to Josh. True or false? Candace votes against her husband at some point. What do you think, Josh? Does Candace? Uh, does Candace uh, Woodcock. What's her What's her name? What's her new name? 
Uh, Cody. 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 Candace, Candace yeah. Woodcock, the Cody. Cody. Uh, does she vote against Dr. Cody at any point this season? I'll, I'll say false, but only because I don't think she'll get the chance. <laughs> oh. I, don't think she, I don't think she'll get the chance, but I do think that in, in the right situation, she'd, she would have, she wouldn't lose much sleep over it. Okay. So uh, she said, Josh says false. With an asterisk. Yes. Yeah. The centers. Um, well, she'd have to last that long, but I, I would say true because she, she has said that their plan going into this is to have one of them on the jury. So <laughs> they will vote each other out at some point. Yeah. I do. Th- I do think the answer to this is true, but I think she sort of like, like massages it like, honey, I have to, but this is a good thing for us. Cause I vote you out and then you go on the jury and then we keep them, we share the money. So it's all good. And they'll be like, okay. Sure, sure thing, sure thing, Candace. Whatever you say. Um, all right, here we go, Sarah. This one's for you. True or false? The loved ones will go to tribal council on day three. True. I think there's been a lot of debate about this, but I think they're going to be the weaker tribe in the challenges. They're just going to have the inexperience um, disadvantage. Plus, I really don't think they're physically up to snuff compared to the returners they seem like a very strong tribe the returners and i'm not convinced the loved ones are i'm gonna say false i'm gonna say with hayden on your team he's a refuse you know he's not gonna lose so i will say false on that scott well, has quite the man crush on hayden Cat better know, watch out it is really sad i agree <laughs> i what do you think josh i don't know i i could see it breaking either way uh my gut tells me that the that the the newbies will go see Jeff first, but they do have some real powerhouses on that tribe. I think everybody on that tribe is. I don't. I don't see too many weak links in the challenges on that tribe. I think everyone's up to the task. Yeah, I actually think that the loved ones tribe is pretty stacked physically. Yeah. I mean, that look at the guys on that tribe. You have Hayden. You have uh, Brad Culpepper. You have Caleb. Uh, you have uh, Doctor Cody. Uh, I, th- that who's who's the other male on that on that tribe? But they're all uh, Avitas. I mean, that, yeah. they have five guys who are you know all athletic, strong guys. Uh, and then you have like you know the younger versions of Monica, the younger version of Tina. Rachel is uh, probably appears to be no slouch. Um, Jervis's niece looks like she's physically fit. So if it's anything physical, I think that they the new tribe, the loved ones, could outmuscle the returning players. I think, I mean, I agree the men are pretty good. It's the women who are the big question mark for me because I think all the women on the um, Returners tribe are pretty strong, with the possible exception of Tina. I don't know how fit she still is. Um, But Katie, Rachel, and Sierra are big question marks for me physically. And if they are dragging the tribe down you, that first challenge is very often some kind of obstacle course you know it was one that gets the whole tribe to play and if and, and if one of them holds their tribe back then you know it's you're only as fast as your slowest member okay so we'll see there is some precedent for the returning players to go to tribal council on day three in the two fan yeah. versus favorite season so we'll That's see true. we'll see what That's happens true. tomorrow night can't believe it's almost time. All right, Scott, back to you. Laura Moret. 
goes crazy searching for idols as soon as she hits the beach. True or false? That is a huge true. Um, I, I think that, uh, yeah, I think as soon as her feet hit the beach, she'll be, uh, she'll be um, searching for those idols. I think that uh, she'll find one, too. That's All my right. prediction. All right. This is, she has uh, played with Russell. She's learned a thing or two. Uh, any dissenting yeah, she, opinion? Does Laura Moret go idol crazy from the start? She's got she's got like the hands in her eyes, you know. Like she's got like <laughs> this really intense look about her that like I I can I can see her channeling her inner Russell uh, and and going hunting. Yeah. Especially with no hands on the beach, I think that she's gonna she's gonna tap into that. Russell's like a zombie. Yeah. Once he once he uh, gets a hold of you, then you start to become yeah. a hands yourself. Yeah. <laughs> I'll say false. I will say that she's gonna look for the Russell on the beach and decide it's Colton, assuming he hasn't been voted off already, and she will tail him. Okay. She right. will be following him, watching for him to find an idol and try and get there first or something. Okay, and the last question, I'll open this up to the group. Uh, this season will be the final time we ever see Redemption Island on Survivor. True or false? I certainly hope true. <laughs> uh, false, I hope, I hope but true. I hope true. <laughs> Scott? I'm going to say true. I don't think it's um, worked out well in the past, and so, yeah. Yeah, but I think it died a slow death this season. Yeah, I don't hate it here. That's the problem, where I think it actually could be good here, and then it's like, hey, Redemption Island gave us a lot of great stuff this season. Let's bring it back. And then it sucks the next time they bring it back. But I think it's going to be <laughs> interesting the way they're doing it. They're bringing everybody to the trolls. Uh, everybody's going to be there. I think that there's going to be a lot of drama with the family members. So I, I'm actually a little bullish on this season. I know a lot of people, I've seen some people really hating on this season, uh, not hating on this this season, Scott. Uh, but I've seen a lot of people <laughs> hating on all the twists and how this isn't the show that we were accustomed to. But I do think that the family members, the first time somebody really uh, gets back, you know, I almost said backdoor, backstabbed on Survivor and somebody's family member gets voted out, like, I do think you're going to see a level of drama that we have not seen during a typical vote out on a regular Survivor season. Yeah, I... I'm I'm getting I was I mean I was like most people I was like uh when they first announced it and I am so excited right now because I think there's so many possibilities that you go and I I will chances are be disappointed yeah uh, but you know I I do think it could be really fun and it's sort of a nice change kind of like watching Who Done It this summer was nice to see something similar but different um. I it, I don't want it to replace conventional Survivor. I think it's kind of fun just to have as a one-off. And who knows, maybe by the end of the season, I'll say, let's do Blood versus Water again sometime. But I am glad Survivor it's going to be Survivor 37, Blood versus Water 2. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be perfect. Uh, yes, I'm actually a, I am opt cautiously optimistic. I think that this season could be good. I actually think this season could also be ve get very ugly and nasty. 
uh, as we get towards the end of the way here. I just look at some of the ugly things that have sort of come up with people's loved ones and different like family members that have been involved. Like even like the Lex and Boston Rob thing that was mm. like Boston Rob was trying to save his girlfriend at the time, who then became and, and then he makes that deal with Lex. You have all the crazy stuff that's happened with family members and not getting to see loved ones. So every time it's seemingly you integrate family members into this game, things get very nasty. And I, I were I, I say I'm saying worry, but I'm really very excited that I think <laughs> this could get very ugly towards the end of the season. So we'll see. Could be very One heated. thing I've noticed is that they're all very chatty and lovey dovey on Twitter, which is almost kind of disappointing in a way. So I do wonder if perhaps everyone's gonna be super careful because of that. And yeah. we might actually end up with a boring season, but we'll see. Yeah. All right, we'll see. Um, has, has uh, you know, I don't want to. I know some people don't like to hear anything about Twitter, so I won't. I won't. Uh, maybe I'll oh, ask sorry, Sarah. Sorry. I'll, I'll, no, I'll, I'll ask Sarah my follow-up question uh, when we get off the air. All right, so that's going to do it for uh, the Blood versus Water Blogger Roundtable. Thank you guys so much. This is uh, these. These are always fun when we do these. Yeah. Thank you, Rob. Yeah. Yes. Thanks. All right. So thanks, who's Tom. who's up for who's got the first blog up uh, after the episode? Uh, I think Glenn goes Thursdays and then I'm Friday. Okay. Yeah. All Glenn's right. always usually very quick off the mark. If yeah. you're not taking advantage of all the blogs on robhasawebsite.com, you're missing out. We've got, con- I think we've pretty much between Survivor and The Amazing Race. I think we've got a c- column going up just about every day here this fall. So it's going to be very exciting in addition to the podcast. So check it out. Uh, scroll down. Uh, the, the podcasts are on the top and then the blogs are lower. And I'm working with my uh, developer to try to even get the blogs uh, raised up. Uh, even higher up on the page so more people can get a chance to read the great work that you guys are doing and leaves comments uh, everybody that blogs on the website is really great at responding to all the comments they get and we sometimes we get into some very lively uh, discussions on, on the website right Sarah yeah uh, that, it's a lot of fun I do really appreciate everyone who comments um, and thank you for all those debates you and points you bring up Yes, that my only thing that we only have a, co- a couple of rules uh, with the comments, and I know that these blogs get a lot of comments. Uh, please, number one, no spoilers. Uh, don't spoil anything. Uh, if you see anything that you think could be a spoiler, give it a give it a thumbs down because uh, then we can moderate stuff like that. Uh, also, just no personal attacks. That's that's the only other rule. You know, disagree with me, disagree with any of the bloggers. Everybody's a grown up. Everybody can take it, but just don't. Uh, especially not to the other commenters. Like, uh, if somebody disagrees yeah. with you, definitely re- reply. Uh, we're all up for interesting debate, but uh, you know, don't start with the you know f word and your whatever. You know, just let's just try to be uh, grown ups. Otherwise, we can't have nice things, right? That's true. Exactly. <laughs> All right. Yes. So, uh, you know, I gave you the whole rundown at the top of the show. You know, you know what's in store Wednesday night, the craziest night of the year as far as reality TV goes. The Survivor premiere and the Big Brother finale all in one night. For our Big Brother coverage, join us at 11 p.m. Eastern. Uh, I'll be with Brian Lynch recapping everything that went down as we crown a new winner of Big Brother. And then Thursday at 12 noon, 9 a.m. Eastern, Stephen Fishback and I will be back together for this kickoff to another season 
of Survivor Know-It-Alls. All right. So everybody, if you're watching us on YouTube, uh, you want to subscribe to my YouTube channel. Don't miss any of our live shows. Uh, go to robhaswebsite.com slash YouTube for that. And on iTunes, you could subscribe to all of our podcasts by going to robhaswebsite.com slash iTunes or just the Survivor feed at robhaswebsite.com slash Survivor Podcast. All right, everybody. Have a great night. Happy Survivor premiere tomorrow. And uh, we will talk to you again soon. Take care, everybody. Bye.